Did I dream this? Did I give you some shelves? Or did you take those shelves off me? You gave them to me. Cool. They were like black metal. Yeah, yeah. With the... Everything I own is black metal. <laughs> Sorry, did I give you some... Did I say shelves? Because they're black metal shelves. Oh. <laughs> Shelve it. Uh, uh. Um, shove a burning church up my ass. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no. I was, I was like, I was like, who the fuck did I give him to? I was, yeah, that's all. Yes. That is all. All right, this is going to work. It's going to sit on my knee. He's talking I'm... about the notes, people. Yes. And my massive iPad. Good evening, folks, and welcome to Hey Brew, the podcast about... Uh, no, we changed it. It's not about... It's the podcast about the kind of stories you tell in the pub uh, when you've had a few. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike. And then he went to the old intro, that's why. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't, then, and it hasn't then, been then that it, long. No, I know. And then it was good because it means I didn't have to think up something else on the spot mm. to be weird with it. I just had to just freak out a little just bit more. make a mistake. Yeah. It yeah. just goes to show how spontaneous this show is. Yes. Um, yes, it is. We don't script any of it. We literally don't. Well, no, not. I mean, we scripted an intro. We've just never followed it. Yes, that that much is true. And the bits in the middle of every episode, they're fairly scripted. In as in as much they're as they're written bullet points. Yeah, as you yes. can say, like script is a strong yes. word for no. what we do. The body of the show sometimes is written material. The, it's sculpted. Yeah, like I a, like that. Like a, 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 a out of season boxer. It has tasting notes, suggested oh, pairings. Oh, I like that. Yeah, serving suggestions like <laughs> yeah. what you see on the side of your meal, or the, or the side of a cereal box, and yeah. it's just with milk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh man, there ah. are people in this country. I don't know if it's a thing in in New Zealand, and they eat their Weetabix. I'm mm-hmm. calling it the proper name, please. Um, with milk and water hot water yeah i've heard of this and heard it of makes these people. me uncomfortable me too like like it's wrong isn't it yeah like skim milk is one thing but actively diluting your milk with water it's gross that's just what are you i this is not good to think about nor tell other people about no so let's <sighs> get back into what we're doing here today Oh, and what are we doing here today? We're making a well, podcast. We are. We are. Have you? I'm going to flip it. Ooh. Had any good beers recently? Um, do you know, I went out the other night and I drank a lot of Old Mate. That's just a good beer. Moondog. Hey, it's just yeah. great. I had um, On Hand Pull, Three Ravens Oatmeal Stout. Really? It was a really cold shit Friday, last Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went out for a bit of a Palmer. Didn't have a Palmer. What a fool, because it looked really good. Oh, what'd you get instead then? I got the burger. Okay. And I, love, I do love a great burger. Yeah. But I got to stop buying burgers in pubs because. I should just buy them at burger restaurants because a pub burger is often okay. I'm, I'm going to give you some recommendations later. Okay. Uh, for good pub burgers. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, what else? I did have something, I had something a couple of nights ago. Oh, I had a nice coffee stout uh, last night. So okay. that was pretty tasty. Mm. That was a nice end to my weekend. Mm. Very good. Um, I'm just popped in to see what end my weekend is in. Um, I can't <laughs> remember who that's a reference to. Who's... Uh just popped in to see what condition my condition is in i don't know it's a song i want to say arctic monkeys willie nelson okay. no 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 it's the who wrote the gambler uh fuck no who no wrote steve miller 
Then? No, wait, no. yeah, that's not what I meant. I meant, you know, I can hold when to hold them. Yeah, that's the no gambler. when to fold. That's not Steve Miliband then. No, Kenny Rogers? Kenny Rogers. Yes. That's the song. Okay. Just stopped in to see what condition my condition was in. You okay. know it because it starts with like backwards guitar. It's like... Wish I hadn't started this, to be honest with you. Yeah. Do you want to commit? Pull the ripcord? Yeah. On my life. <laughs> oh, no. Um, just me go, boom, and I just like take off like, ah, oh, thank Christ. Mute your track and yeah. simulate the whole thing. <laughs> You just hear my voice just getting the fuck. Like this. I just, yeah, I don't know. You're yeah, there was, there was just, I have to hold this microphone very specifically. Otherwise it drops my signal. I do, it is just um, audio, audio I tasting just I should just change these cables. I hold that bit that's, and then, and then like, I kind of like squeeze that, that into that's the hole. what hold. I'm doing. We're going handheld mics. Whoa, hand, whoa, it, fuck it, this cable. We are going handheld microphones and it is problematic. Do you want to take a moment to switch your cable out? No. You want to just go raw like the Sex I, Pistols I back in the I am going to ride this spiral. This is punk podcasting. Yes, it is. I mean, we, you are literally sat four <laughs> feet from the cable you could swap it to. Yeah. I am sat a foot from it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I'm leaving it as is. This is funny to me because I think it's fair to say you're quite fussy about the audio. Yes. <laughs> but if I don't move my hand, not a problem. Fantastic. If I continue to hold the microphone exactly thus, All right. we're good. No gesticulation for you. Oh, that's what I've got this other hand for. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to pull the ripcord on the end of my beer telling then, yes. and you are going to tell me about yours. Yes. I just want to point out, by the way, me saying pull the ripcord on my life isn't some kind of dark thing. No, I just don't. meant like, just going to pull the ripcord and be like, peace. I'm out. I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. I went to the Park Hotel I was going to say the pub. Well, yes. The Park Hotel in Abbotsford. That's the one behind the Collingwood Town Hall, isn't it? Abbotsford Town Hall. Yes. I love that place. Sister pub to the Royston. Yes, it is. Um, so a lot of the same menu. So yes, cheeseburger spring rolls did mm. happen. I almost said it at the same time yeah. as you again then. Uh, but got the burger there, which was going to be my main recommendation. Their, their fried chicken burger. Very choice. Do you know, I think we've discussed that on this Probably. podcast before as well. Probably. Um, but something about their front. Have you been there? There's a park. Yeah. Their front bar, something about that on Tuesday, it was like fairly cold evening, being in that front bar, having a burger, having a fucking pint mm. from a tap. Mm. Like I got a uh, an IPA, like a West Coast IPA. I don't even remember what it was because I was more just in a state of euphoria. Yeah. Just like, ah, oh, this is this is the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeky Tuesday pint out That's as well. It. Nice. Yeah. And then Friday, well, after spending four hours getting a tattoo... Um, decided, yeah, I'll go out and get some beers. Um, not too many, because otherwise I'd bleed everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but went to Rambler's Aleworks in Hawthorne. I don't even know. Oh, is that the new one? Yeah, new, as in they don't even have food. Um, I think they're planning on getting a food truck on site, but they haven't got it yet. Um, that's, a, that's always a good uh, sort of like... Yeah. At middle ground. But like where they are right on that intersection, there's like a chicken shop, a pizza place. And let me tell you, it's suburban ass pizza. Um, Yeah. It's exactly what you think it is. Um, So there's like... Wood fired. No, no, we've got electric. We've got an oven. Um, It's it's a Bosch. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Hebrew Podcast is brought to you this week by Bosch Pizza Ovens. I wish. I imagine. imagine. Imagine if we got sponsorship, but it was a really weird one. Just like, nothing related. We were just sponsored by like... Tango sex toys. 
Not where I was going to go. <laughs> I was just going to go like a wait, Fuji Heavy Industries or something like that. But yeah, that also, I guess. Yes. Um, but yeah, you can also just Uber Eats food into this into this pub. They make a few of their own beers yep. and then half of their more than half of their taps are like other breweries products. They had some Three oh, Ravens. Right. They had some other things. I think they're still ramping up a bit. I'm into that as a brewery. Yeah, but did a little tasting paddle. Um, had like a choc mint oatmeal stout. And I don't remember who made it. How did that turn out? No, sorry. Coconut, chocolate porter, and it, they actually got... Oh, okay. There was all, I think there was also a chocolate mint one. Anyway. I love chocolate mint as a flavor. They, yeah, me too. But they, they got the flavors right. Yeah, nice. Because that's always the, the risk with something like coconut or mint in a beer is like, you either do not enough and you can't taste it, or too much. And, that's and all it just tastes get. like a lolly. Yeah. Um, but no, they were good. Um, and they were just like little serves, so I wasn't at risk of like thinning my blood too much yeah um but we're, so we we're there with like a, a group of <laughs> did you mention you got a tattoo by the way yeah. you did yeah. okay just yeah. checking cause otherwise that sounds mental well i mean it's accurate isn't it yeah. um but then i i ended up in this weird position where like there, there was a couple of friends a uh, couple of friends in the group that are not and this is gonna this is gonna only work for us because i feel like you and i can say this they are not seasoned beer drinkers they're not like familiar with all the different styles and yeah. all the different ins and outs of it. So I almost became like a beer consultant. Oh, I like that. But it was a, annoying because it was a short menu. Like there wasn't a lot of options to yeah, be like, oh, you, you like can't. this, but not that. So let's explore in this direction. It was like, I'm going to give you four beers that kind of have a range. Yeah. But there's like one. There's only six beers. Well, there's so. like one of six different styles, like one example of six or seven different styles. So okay. there's not a lot that you can do there. But it was still pretty fun. You know where the best place in Melbourne to do that is? Yeah. Stomping ground. Yeah, you're right. That, that would be yeah. a fantastic place to take some people who haven't, who yeah. aren't beer drinkers and just be like, all right. Yeah. But it's actually pretty fun just getting to be like, okay, what kind of beer do you like? Oh, lagers, pale ale, that's kind of it. All right. Here's a sour. Here's an XPA, something a little more fruity. Yeah. And just sort of like, you know, probe in a couple of different directions and be like, hey, go try these styles later. Yeah, at a place that has more options. That'd be really good fun. I do like yeah. it. Um, I just, I do like it when you've got people that are like, hey, I'm thinking about buying some beers. What do you reckon to this? And you're yeah. like, cool, if you like that, you might like try, try this. Yeah. And so it was a lot of like, okay, what, what kind of cocktails do you like drinking? Like what sort of spirits, what sort of mm. flavors do you gravitate towards? Um, so yeah, it was, it was almost, almost like running a service in this, in this bar. Yeah, that nice. Didn't have a lot to play with. Sommelier. <laughs> There's a word for that. Cicerone. Yes, there is. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Cicerone. Um, I don't think it's Cicerone. I don't know if that's correct. Cicerone. Cicerone. <laughs> Not correct. Beerman. Beerman. I am um, the beerman. That sounds rad, though. I, I, yeah, I'm, it's I'm a good time. big into that. I, um, You reminded me with the stout thing that I've got to remember to tell you, because I always say it. Stout day? Well, that. <laughs> I was going to say... I think I always ask you, and I think the answer is always not yet. Have you tried the Caribbean Stout by Filter? I don't know if you've asked me that. I feel like is, I brought that up on the podcast loads, but it might I, be just in my head. It's not familiar. It's the, real the, good, the, man. The question is not familiar. Oh. And no, I've not tried it. Dude, go, I mean, the weather is still shite, so yeah. you can also grab some. But Dude, it's, I, I did that on, when was it? Saturday. I, I did, a, did a little bit of streaming on Twitch with a friend, and then during that had chili bin one thank you uh twitch.tv slash chili bin one um had a couple of uh big stouts while i was doing that because it was like 
again, day after a tattoo, I don't want to go outside. Mm. And Melbourne played along with that and gave me rain and cold. There's going to be crap this weekend, yeah. and I'm trying to save money, so I think I might do the same, but without the streaming. Yeah. Might play some Dark Souls and man, get some dark beers. I had um, the last can I had of the Trillium, uh, what was it, the Almond Stout? The oh, yeah. Almond King was... It was oh, yeah. From, uh, from that latest... The, like, Praline one or whatever it was. Something, something like from that. Garage Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Size Almond, whatever it was. Um, delicious. Wait, what was it? Because it wasn't hazelnut. Walnut? No, it was almond. Almonds. That's what I'm saying. I didn't think it was almonds. I'll look it up. No, I won't. Later. It was like a brown, round nut. Yeah. That doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Hazelnuts? No. Well, it definitely wasn't almonds. Yeah. I'll bet you a... I'll bet you a beer. Yeah. I'll bet you a... Qua- or okay. I'll bet you my Into the Void that it's not almond. Okay. You're on. What do I get if I win? Because uh, <laughs> I was like, let's shake hands. I'm like, wait a second. I've got a can of a one drop beer called Void that I'll give you. Ooh. I, yeah. like, the sim- I like the synchronicity of that. Yeah. Excellent. Next week, we'll find out. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, this is going to be fun. So we'll th- definitely forget. Yeah. But that be- <laughs> that beer was like, I think, three standard drinks. And then I immediately backed that up with a Garage Project Surrender to the Void, uh, which is another four standard drinks. Yeah. This stream, by the way, was less than three hours long. <laughs> so unlike the piss you took afterwards which felt like it took a lot longer yeah but it was like just starting to kick in as we get towards the end of the stream it's like i need to go be off air because i'm gonna i'm gonna start being real spicy <laughs> and you know <laughs> do you know what else i hate about elves it's like <laughs> not even playing skyrim yeah well you know what the, the, they, they, don't be, they don't belong here in skyrim they need to hear about it anyway but no it was, it was a good time it was, it was like the perfect weather for drinking a couple of big stouts at three in the afternoon yeah that is definitely what my weekend's gonna look like yeah. i am just it just gonna cozy. book some time in for myself you now put it in your calendar me time I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just checking there is nothing in my calendar for this weekend amazing phenomenal i am gonna be drunk <laughs> what also not a bad idea yeah oh yes Anyway. Okay, symbol. That's what yes. that was. Yes. Um, yes. Good soup. Now now we've talked about beers past, present, and emerging. Yes. No. No, future. That future. felt... Future. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. Um, we have a beer in front of us. We do. It's yours. Would you like to lead the way? I shall. Uh, so I know you flipped the script, but I didn't want to be like, all right, now it's time to talk about whatever Mike was talking about. Here I go. Here's Mike's <laughs> beer. Um, no, so I have got one from One Drop, a brewery that you put me on to... Uh, what a year or two ago because it was like one kettle sour they did and you wouldn't <sighs> shut up about it it was it is genuinely one of the best beers I think I've ever had in my life just you wait oh fuck I'm excited um, I just like mostly the bottom of this label yes <laughs> uh, wait are you looking at the front or the back <laughs> the, the blurb oh yeah okay we'll get to that because yeah. I think it's funny um, so what we've got is the One Drop Brewing Company Double Mango Passion Fruit Sorbet Nitro Imperial Smoothie Sour it's a mouthful it is it really is um sitting at what 7.2 percent um Mm. so not bad um but the little blurb on the back that you're kind of referencing to is a whole bunch of stuff about the you know what's in it lactose oats hops sours whatever but at the end it's just like you could have it for lunch or don't or do hey you just do you i just (laughs) i'm reminded of uh do not enter or do i'm a sign not a cop from the simpsons (laughs) so what am i your dad (laughs) <laughs> oh. um, but yeah I so 
full disclosure i've had this beer a couple times over before um i'm now on my second order of it because i yeah right am that into this beer i'm i'm massively pumped I, i'm going to order some of this yeah, probably better I, this I, day. I, mo- I mostly chose it today because i wanted to see your face when you drank it and so the episode is a little contrived but <laughs> yeah i did this was a weird thing actually because you messaged me the day and you're like well i've got the beer i just need to think of the episode and i was like that's the wrong way round. No, like it's, it's how i do it a lot of the time I'll, do I'll, you really well, like that one drop void that i've got i was like cool void very open-ended i can find something to do with that yeah, also I thought you were going to, when you said void, very open, and then because the New Zealand <laughs> E sounds like an I, I thought this was going to be an acronym. I was like, very open, independent, and I was like, that spells Doom. void. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should pour these out. We should, we should. It's a... Uh, As Mike says, I'm a big fan of one drop, and I'm a big fan of nitro yeah. one drop, and I'm yeah. a big fan of nitro. Well, yeah. Um, nitro pour, bloody, so it's a little more involved. Yeah. See you on the other side of what is a complicated set of choreography. Oh, this is always such a mess. All right, the complicated pouring is mostly done. I yeah. should have got bigger glasses. Yeah, good. Um, you want to see my face? <laughs> do, do you want to video that? Yeah, kind of, actually. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I am quite expressive as a human being. Actually, I don't know if I am. We'll soon find out. I'm now very nervous about how my face looks, just as a person and in this video. Doing properly landscape. All right. Zoom, Not for Instagram then, I guess. I can crop it. Innit? Yeah, what a load of crop. Uh-huh. Oh. I'll be quiet. Oh, that's sour as well. Holy balls. <laughs> ah, well, you got some faces out of me. I'm not sure if it's what you wanted. Um, ooh, ooh, that's pretty good. I'm not very good with really sour stuff, and I don't think this is that sour, but my eyeballs thought it was. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's like the the, the the passion fruit is definitely putting in the, the sourness there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's putting in the work. I was going to say, it's, it's, it's carrying its weight. Mm. That is delicious yeah but like the the fu- okay so the mango and pra- passion passion fruit mango and passion fruit flavors are definitely hitting yeah there's no hiding from that no. um, but the, the the thing that like the fact that they use the word sorbet in the name i, I don't think i've tasted anything like a like a beer that tastes more like yeah what it says like on the that. tin right like it just has that flavor it doesn't taste like beer well that that is exactly what i was thinking is like if you are someone that drinks a lot of lagers and <laughs> the occasional IPA... Would you like an orange juice, sir? Like, yeah. If you had this, you'd be like, well, this isn't a drink. This yeah. is like a cruiser. Yeah. Yeah. You've, um, you've literally melted down a Zupa duper. Yeah. What I would say to that person is, shut up. Yeah. Also, beer is fucking wild and varied, but... Yeah. Yeah, I am... And also, you just you don't understand beer styles. <laughs> I am such a fan of this. Like I said, I've had it a few times. This is... These are the last of a four pack that I ordered direct from One Drop because I just wanted more of it. I remember you telling me they had a yeah. shop um, online the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> completely forgot. You know, we were like, we had any good beer. Yeah. We both completely neglected to say that we went out to a brewery together last weekend. <laughs> I, for a second, that crossed my mind. I was like, wait, was that before the last episode or not? No, it just but occurred right. to me. Whoops, sorry, I went to the North. It was good. I had a pumpkin beer and a beetroot beer, and the beetroot beer was best. Oh, dude, the pumpkin spice beer was actually fucking dope. 
It was pretty good, yeah. Pumpkin spice. Spiced pumpkin because pumpkin spice isn't actually pumpkin. No, it's It's the spices you put on pumpkin. Yeah, it's it's pumpkin spice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this though, this beer, this is delicious. Yeah. This is very nice. I find like you got hit with that sourness initially, but as you drink drink more of it, it coats your mouth a bit. Yeah. It milds up real hard. Yeah. Is that a phrase? It it does mild up real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Look. (laughs) Just... (laughs) The crowd went mild. That's what my favorite said. It softens up real hard. Yeah. Like, real oxymoron situation there. It's real fucking hardcore mediocre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> extra medium. <laughs> I love extra medium. Yeah. Um, very average. Yeah. Extremely um, average. No, that's it. That just, works. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about this beer other than... Doesn't taste like a beer, well, it's, but it it's, is good. It's like when we try to describe beers referring to other beers. This one, when I say mango passion fruit sorbet... It tastes like a mango. Yeah, if you want to drink what is technically a beer that tastes like that, this is the beer to get. Yeah. Imagine you've been given almost like a mimosa, but instead of using orange, they use mango and passion fruit. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. It's real good. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I don't think I've recommended a beer harder than I have this one to yeah. a lot of people. Today, you're recommending beer and games as hard as possible. That is, yes. that is what we've done. Yes. This is good shit. Yes, it is. Good um, soup. It is. Good soup. <laughs> Please tell me you saw that video, by the way, of a guy who just created a, who just wired up a button, like a macro, which he presses, and it just goes to that video of him to go, good soup. I haven't seen it, but I reckon I could build that inside of 30 minutes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> he, just has, he just has a two-button keyboard yeah. just yeah. connected yeah. to his keyboard. Yeah. I don't know what the other button does. I don't even know. Uh, Rick roll. Got to be that. Classic. Yeah. People um, still do that. Recording is still funny. Yeah. I saw someone had built a, uh, like a link, a link shortener, mm-hmm. which has a 50, 50 chance of Rick rolling you. Amazing. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it should be called Rickly. It's called something like that. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm in marketing. I'm not in marketing. Um, close enough. Yeah. Um, uh, Rick Rowling is the down low too slow of the internet and that it will really never is. not be funny. It really is. God, that's so apt. <laughs> oh dear. Forget it. Forget the episode. We're just going to talk about nostalgic internet. Oh, I, fuck, I'm going to, I reckon Stick I could. figure death center. Oh my God. Stop it. <laughs> the guy from Newgrounds died the other day. Uh, something awful. Something awful, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. We spoke about something awful, Slender Man, because it was copy pasta. Yeah. Anyway, this is, this, when, we're going this, real we're off topic. nostalgic about our own back catalog now. <laughs> uh, do you remember when we did that beer? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Should we do this beer let's, and this story? Let's do it. <laughs> it's really off-piste. Uh, okay, so like I said, um, I just wanted to get this beer in front of you. So all I've done today is take inspiration from the name of the brewery, uh, which is One Drop. Um and what we're going to talk about today is a story of a, a sneaky little poisoning that took Ooh. place in 1978. I thought you were going to talk about poison for some reason. Yeah. Uh, you might be familiar with it because it happened in England. <laughs> Can you imagine if you'd be like, sneaky little poison that happened in 2021? In this room. House the beer earlier. <laughs> um, no, it's the poisoning of Bulgarian dissident Georgi Markov. It, I'm about to say, is this? And it's like, ruin the whole story. Don't no. do that, Elliot. <laughs> no. Uh, so, you 
might have heard of this because, like I said, it happened in England. There's a chance you, dear, dear listener, have also heard of it. Um, I'm also fucking boring. That's why I've heard of it. Actually, it's well, a great story. No, it's it's some straight up James Bond type it's shit. It's fucking rad. Which, I'm, yeah, writing this was hard of like, which order do I reference things in? But anyway, I'm, I'm going to just get this one out of the way, out of the, like off the jump. It It is the story of a man getting jabbed with an umbrella that contained a poison resulting in his death days later. It's fucking amazing. Yes. The um, scene. Cold War. <laughs> ba- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was around that time. Um, that's that's basically all... That's like as much as I had heard or remembered before and is as, <laughs> as is my want. Um, I'm using another Hebrew episode to basically just go read some history for a change. Yeah, sick. Because I, I don't just do that for fun, but when I get into one of these episodes, I'm like, this is actually dope. Where have, where have all these stories been? Oh, it's in books. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> it's, it's on the Books. internet now. I remember that name in years. <laughs> um, but yeah, so before we get to that, uh, the actual events uh, with the umbrella, um, a little bit of background on Georgi Markov himself. Georgi, it's G-E-O-R-G-I. And Georgi sounds like a little kid. It, it's Maybe it's like Georgi. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to keep calling him Georgi or George. G. Probably just Markov. There's yeah. only one Marco in the story. A fucking Marco. Yeah, fucking Marco, mate. <laughs> Got fucking poison out of the umbrella. Out of the brolly, mate. He was down getting with a fucking tram and Burke. <laughs> God damn. Um, but yeah, in his home country of Bulgaria, as I mentioned. Um, so we're in the 1960s. At the time, uh, Bulgaria, or rather the People's Republic of Bulgaria, mm. uh, was a socialist republic ruled by the Bulgarian Communist Party and very closely allied with the Soviet Union during the Cold War. So prop point, points to you for, for mentioning the Cold War. <laughs> Thank I, you. I don't remember when that was. Oh, basic, before, basically before from 1945 to now. 1980s, right? 89 is when the Berlin Wall came down, but yeah. the Cold War didn't really end until... Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Putin keeps killing foreign Russian spies in foreign really countries, does. so... Yeah. Uh, so, Georgi Markov... Uh, to get it back on track, was a Bulgarian writer, playwright, and anti-communist dissident. I love the word dissident. It's a really good word, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, just it is evocative of the type of person you're talking about. Too. Yeah, also makes you think he's dissing them. Yes, and he and he was. Fuck yeah! Uh, despite some of his works being banned by the communist regime, he actually managed to do all right for himself. He was actually pretty successful in Bulgaria. Um, Apparently, not that uncommon. With no, like art and right. writing. And it was it's sort of the thing with communist regimes generally is like they, they looked to writers and artists as like people that were able to influence sort of the common people, the masses, and if they could, they would try and like co opt that, coerce them, get them to yeah. be a part of the regime or have them killed if they didn't. Yeah, they basically had like <laughs> I guess like government funded hand picked which is propaganda. Like artists and stuff like that. And they were yeah. like, yeah, write a book. We don't like that one. Write another one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Todor Zivkov, uh, the leader of the People's Republic of Bulgaria, um, basically the prime minister, uh, had had even tried to coerce Markov into into using his work to serve the regime, as, mm-hmm. I, as I sort of mentioned. Um, but yeah, basically it was like a 50-50 split of like his stuff got out there or it got banned and censored. Yep. Wow, that is a that is a hectic split. Like yeah. any one day, you could be like, "All right, uh, Roll we dice. love you," or we're sending you to a gulag. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in 1969, though, uh, he defected 
to Mm -hmm. London, England. Uh, And by the late 1970s, he was working for the BBC as a journalist. Yeah, sick. Mm. I just needed to quit my whistle. That's quite all right. I'll I'll film music. Mm. (laughs) No, Mm. I'm back. Um, He was also working on a program that analyzed life in communist Bulgaria, Mm -hmm. uh, which was broadcast on Radio Free Europe. Which still exists. Oh, this would be one of those, like, anti-Soviet radio stations. Yeah, funded by the US. Um, yeah, of course. But, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was basically sense. that sort of thing of, like, anti-communist propaganda that is broadcast inside the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got someone who had lived in Bulgaria, was obviously involved with the party, uh, and is commenting from the outside about how life inside is there and sort of showing the cracks in the system. Yeah. Um, and obviously, they're not a fan of that. No, that's cool. I I gotta say, I know nothing about Bulgaria. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what life is like there now. Yeah. I don't know if it's like Albania, which is like quite fucked, and Romania, yeah. or if it's like Poland, which is normal. Yeah, kind of doing okay, right? Yeah, I, Poland's I doing fine. You know. Yeah, Estonia doing fucking amazingly. Okay, good for them. It's the it's like the most technologically advanced nation in Europe. Yeah. They're like the biggest tech hub in Europe. Weird. Dude, Estonia's rad. Yeah. Like, okay. you would probably be freaked out by some of the slightly more, not intrusive stuff, but like mm. everyone has a digital identity as part of the government in Estonia from birth. Oh, right. Like, okay. Because they're like, well, that's the easiest way of keeping the records and stuff. I mean, it is, but yeah, it's just the concerns around like security, privacy. That's it. So I know that stuff consent. would concern you. But then like other things like loads of tech companies come out of Estonia and stuff like that, and they have loads and loads of funding for that kind of shit. It's pretty rad. Good as. Um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, promise. back back to like communism. <laughs> back to the shit part yeah. of Eastern Europe. Um, so yeah, Radio Free Europe heard throughout the Soviet Union. Um, critical specifically of the communist government in Bulgaria and Todor Zivkov, mm-hmm. uh, which was obviously making Markov an enemy of the communist regime and consequently a target. They don't like it. They're not a fan of you saying mm-hmm. they did bad. That's the one. So one thing people always say about communists is they've not got a lot of good sense of humor about things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a lot of patience. Yeah. Uh, so Stalin not well known for being able to laugh at himself no not one bit Um, so now we get to 1978 and really proud of the sentence we reach the point where Chekhov's umbrella goes off phenomenal I'm very happy with that (laughs) this is the second time Chekhov's gun has come up multiple times for me recently Mm. actually we might have even mentioned it in an episode phenomenal I I love that I enjoyed that yeah Um, so Markov, while waiting for a bus to his job at the BBC Bulgarian service. Um, <laughs> that's got to be limited. Uh, it's yeah, just him. Bulgaria correspondent for the BBC. The other way around, though, I don't know. The new Wes Anderson film, The French Dispatch, is about uh, people that work for a Kansas City newspaper's French office. Amazing. It's like, that can't be busy. Uh, no. <laughs> Very Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's an island of dogs. I don't know. I've seen I don't not that many of his shut up see what I've seen <laughs> <laughs> just the one about dogs uh, in it yeah it's good. trash was that, was that an island of yeah, trash yeah it's, it's, like, a, good it's a good movie yeah god so he's waiting for the bus <laughs> yes Markov waiting for the bus uh, feels a sharp pain in the back of his thigh uh, behind him he finds a man picking up an umbrella from the ground uh, who then crosses the street and gets into a taxi and drives off that's kind of as much as anyone it's, knows. It's mad, though, because, like, you've already told us what, like, the end result of yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. 
But if that happened, you'd just be like, I mean, that guy walked past, dropped his umbrella, like nudge my leg and dropped yeah. his umbrella. Like, yeah. A but, bit, but a bit of a jerk. Didn't he, even say sorry or whatever, but like, yeah, when he was talking innocuous. to, I think his wife relayed the story that he told her of like this, this guy like apologized, but had an accent. Um, and he said it felt more like a sting, like an insect sting kind of thing, mm. which I don't know if you've been, you know, prodded with an umbrella recently, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel like, like an that. insect thing. No, it's like a dull kind of point. Yeah. It's like a finger. Someone just popped you with a finger. I make sure to prod people with umbrellas in the legs whenever I can when I'm stood up for stops yeah. and stuff. Especially if they're taller than me. It's just like, you're right there. Well, especially if they're Eastern European and they look like they might have been around during the Cold War <laughs> just to freak them out. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Markov, being an absolute champ, uh, makes his way to work anyway, uh, where he, he finds that the spot on his thigh has now got a red pimple and the pain hasn't gone away. Um, he's sort of, you know, he's told, there was, there was one name which I didn't write down, he, you know, he told a couple of people at work and they later talked to the press and in interviews and sort of relayed the stories, which is where a lot of this comes from. For God's sakes, Markov, take an idea to me and get to work. Basically. Um, but that, that evening he developed a fever and then the next day he was admitted to hospital um, his condition continued to worsen, and three days later, Markov had died. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, just a tragic, mad, awesome story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after his death, uh, an investigation began. Since everything was, you know, a bit weird, so we a bit sus, isn't it? Yeah. Um, an X-ray showed nothing, sort of on the on the on the leg. Um, but due to Markov telling doctors at the hospital he thought he might have been poisoned. Uh, the police, the Metropol- Metropolitan Police ordered an autopsy. Um, you know, they, they took uh, tissue samples from both of his legs to have like a comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, they noticed the red mark on, on the back of his leg where he'd, we had felt the, the jab. Um, and within that part of his leg, they found a pellet measuring 1.7 millimeters across. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a little ball bearing kind of size thing. Um, and it had two little holes on its surface. Um, this pellet would have contained what what killed Markov uh, and the theory, uh, which I don't think they ever like uh, comprehensively proved, but it's pretty certain um, or like pretty reasonable rather, um, is that it contained the poison ricin. Um, now I'm I'm a bit weird and I find poisons and how they work really fucking fascinating. I've done an episode on it. I find it. I, I am the same. Which, the amount- which one did we do? I did about venomous yes, animals. That's right. But dude, I, I, I knew we'd done something. Many times I've thought whether or not I could squeeze an episode together about the sarin gas attacks on the Tokyo subway. Yeah. Because it's fascinating. Mm. But the thing is, what's fascinating about that is everything leading up to that point, And it's a very long story. Like, yeah, the guys from the last podcast did a five part hour plus wow. episode on it. Like Shit. five plus hours on it. Yeah. Um, fascinating stuff but yeah sorry but yeah so like ricin's not one that you hear about often Mm-mm. um so i i actually want to just talk a little bit about like how fucking deadly the shit is and actually terrifying how easy it is to get uh, or or make like so ricin this this is when our podcast becomes famous because we're shut down by azio yeah, it might be um but no it, it's so ricin is a toxin that comes from the seeds of the castor oil castor oil plant um which you can just get you just grow them Mm. like that's what i say when that's what i mean when i say it's easy to get it's like you can just grow that plant there's no limit on that despite it producing one of the most toxic substances we've ever made it's bananas yeah i Um, mean it's not it's castor oil but so um 
did we talk about LD50 when we did the Venomous Snake stuff? We did. Do you want to I'll, I'll, give a I'll quick... recap because it's kind of If you're not annoying. a fucking annoying person that likes yeah. to look up poisons, it's not the kind of thing you no. remember. So LD stands for lethal dose, but LD50 is the median lethal dose. So 50 meaning sort of the halfway point within the within the sample size, I guess. Yep. Um, the problem with LD50 is it's usually measured in rodents in terms of like yeah how much it takes per uh it's it's a measure of how much of the substance per kilogram of body mass it takes to kill yep um to, to kill to kill 50 percent of tested subjects yes. yeah um so the ld50 of ricin um by injection the way that markov was killed yep the ld50 is 22 micrograms per Jesus kilogram Christ. of body weight uh, which is I don't. So just, just, <laughs> to, conf- just to confirm, it's like, it's like kilograms, grams, milligrams, micrograms. Yes. So like that's a an, a really small amount. Yeah. If you've ever seen that like weird looking Greek U and then a G, that's a microgram. That's the one. Um, and if you've never seen it, that's because nothing comes in that infinitesimally small amount because yeah. usually nothing is that powerful. No. Except but this shit. To put it in context, to bring it back to your snake episode, actually. Um, it's about the same LD50 as the venom from an inland taipan, a very deadly Australian snake. Hey, deadliest snake in the world. Is it? Yeah, yeah, the eastern, well, eastern slash inland taipan. Fuck, that lives here. Yeah, man, that's all right, it's only WA. Okay, And no cool. one's in it allowed in or out of WA anyway, yeah. so um, suck it, Clive Palmer. But yeah, the, the craziest thing, because I was looking at like just a list of LD50, there's one right at the top of the list. Botulinum toxin. Oh, that shit is wild yeah people just inject it in their face for cosmetic purposes yes <laughs> and it's also uh easy to accidentally produce yeah yeah uh, um w- one thing i find really funny is i looked up once what the ld50 of something like cannabis would be mm. and they basically the answer i found was that they don't know because it'd be so high yeah that they reckon that they uh, an average weighted person to reach an ld50 so 50 percent quote unquote 50 chance of dying mm-hmm. from it would have to eat four kilos of weed in an hour that is unreasonable i couldn't eat four kilos of anything in an hour and i'm a big boy except yeah. for maybe palmers yeah the funny thing actually too is like there's an ld50 for water yeah like it's just there's some weird stuff on there but also like you mentioned uh sarin gas mm-hmm. sarin gas and v and vx gas as well that's is that the one they used in um in the uh, in Germany, yeah, yeah. I both of those. Trying to think of a nice way to put that. Both of those have a lower LD fifty than ricin. Oh yeah, huge, yeah. hugely, yeah, yeah. Ricin's mental. Yeah. What the hell do they call VX gas? Isn't a name for it, wasn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh well. Um, It'll come up in the episode. <laughs> it probably will. Um, ricin is classified as a type two ribosome inactivating protein, which I only mention because it's abbreviated as RIP. Hmm. <laughs> It's quite funny. Um, but Wait, what, ribosome... What, ribosome inactivating protein. Hang on then, can I guess? Yeah, because I've got what it does down here. So I'm going to guess that's something to do with RNA. Messenger RNA, yes. So that would probably be doing something similar to a lot of other like neurotoxins where they shut down um, electrical signals to do something like breathing and stuff like that. No, wait, because it's too long. It's not a neurotoxin. It's not a quick one. It's mm. three days. Yeah. So messenger RNA. No, I wouldn't even know. Okay. So you're close. Um, so ricin inhibits protein synthesis within okay. the cells. Um, oh, so it's like 
instant necrosis. Things just stop reproducing. Well, yeah, ba- basically, basically what it does is it stops your body's cells from creating proteins, which is basically how your cells survive. Mm. Um, you know, because messenger RNA tells it what to produce, and it's basically stopping all of that. So, um, as a result, the symptoms of ricin poisoning may take hours or days to appear, depending on how it gets into your system. So, injection obviously the fastest, but if you take it orally, it's a lot slower. Yep. Um, the symptoms depend on how the exposure happens, so the method and also the dose. Mm-hmm. But basically, your organs just eventually stop functioning over time. Um, with injection like Markov, you're probably looking at fever, which was, was mentioned, but also vomiting and then eventually just organ failure. Yeah, nice. Yeah, just it, but, it, but it takes sort of like a few days to, to get to that point. And people say this show's not smart. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I probably. Looked, I looked up ribosome inactivating protein today. Yeah, man. Mostly because it was rip. <laughs> Fuck. I saw that and I was like, well, I have to mention that. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> it's also real bad that we've had like quite a uh, serious scientific moment. It's like, people say this show's not smart. And then we rip. <laughs> <laughs> rip Marco. <laughs> Pull one out for a real one. I was thinking I ripped torn for some reason. <laughs> well, no, not for some reason. I can tell you the reason. It's pretty straightforward. He's a lad. Not that reason. Because Rip. Yeah. Well, I mean, also because he's a lad. Also, his name is Rip Torn. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I'm assuming it's not his real name, but... I I don't know. Can I just tell you something, by the way? It's yeah. completely off topic. Yeah. Do you know Sean Bean is a stage name? No. Sean Bean's real name is Sean Bean. But it's spelled S H A U S. Oh, get fucked. No, you're he, pulling my name. No, leg. I'm totally seriously changed it because he's a genius. But also so that you could make the joke seen bean. Yeah, or as someone pointed out to you, which I Sean think is Bourne. funny as Sean Bourne. <laughs> Fuck off. I was just like, well, that's disappointing, but also brilliant. It makes me like Sean, Sean bean. bean even more. Exactly. Can he do no wrong? Yeah, because I feel like he's also like steered into the skid of his characters always getting killed. So he apparently is a little bit salty about it, but the fact is, like the KDR, he keeps, he keeps doing it. Well, Danny Trejo has apparently died in a lot more movies. Right. Oh, I read this article about this, this article tweet yeah. about this the other day, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you can look at like the the, the KD ratio, mm. or rather KA ratio, kill, yeah. kills versus appearances, and like right. Trejo is like a lot of deaths, but. A lot more appearances. Yes. So he's like twenty one percent. Sean Beans is like a full like thirty eight percent. Like he has got a big number. Yeah. I will find the post for you because it is silly. Yeah. It's like uh, I read this thing the other day about like within the Fast and the Furious franchise, Vin Diesel and Jason Statham have contract writers specifying how many fights they're allowed to lose on film. Hey, <laughs> it is a bit pathetic, it that is. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway um i wish the rock and vin diesel were friends again because i trust the rock's opinion did you see that that latest fucking instagram post from vin diesel about it no when he's like he basically he's calling the rock little brother and being like it's time to come back and fulfill your destiny we can't finish the franchise without you as hobbs but he keeps calling him little brother even though the man is a fucking mountain such a weird thing i, know. I don't know if that's a flex or not no. here's the thing is because i it's because vin diesel wants to this is so not what we're talking about. <laughs> I like Vin Diesel, though, but I I trust The Rock, so I probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird sentence. I like Vin Diesel, but I trust The Rock. <laughs> the Rock has never let me down This before. was about... Did you hear his hip-hop? Oh, God. No. Nah, mate. Like, okay. I heard him... Sp- 
heard him spit in some bars. I was about to say, God bars. Almighty, on um, so, God. that was actually quite a good impression of him. Um, <laughs> on someone else's track, it was like someone like Kid Cudi or Travis Scott, yeah. who mm, yeah. um, it's pretty good. Okay, like his voice lends itself well. I mean, he he did the whole Maui thing in Milano. You know, he, he I haven't seen it. No, but like he, he's clearly got some at least rhythmic ability. You know, his singing was hit or miss, but yeah, fair he, enough. He was on time. I mean, have you seen? Yeah, uh, have you seen Mamma Mia? No, Pierce Brosnan sings in that. Or oh. rather, Pierce Brosnan was asked to sing in that. <laughs> I don't know if that's what he does. Okay, I might watch. It's quite something. I might watch it just for that. It's not bad. I like ABBA. So I anyway, okay. we were talking about we were ri- talking about rice and poisoning. Ribo, clay acid. No, ribosome in activating protein. Well, we're talking about messenger RNA. Which is yes. probably nuclear. Anyway. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, smart show, smart show. Yes, smart show. Uh, so the, the wild thing about all this uh, uh, with Markov and the ricin uh, is that the case is unsolved and will likely never be solved. Yeah. Um, so according... <laughs> I, I got a theory. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Uh, according to a 2008 article from The Guardian, um, Bulgaria's 30-year statute of limitation expired for this case uh, in September of 2008. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so basically, no one's no one's looking anymore. Wouldn't it have been great if they were like, "That's your limitations is finished." So it was us, hooray! Yeah, well, that that's basically what that means. Someone could come out and say, "I literally did it," and they can't do shit. Yep. <laughs> what a weird thing with yeah. crimes to have a statute of limitations. I wonder if that is actually negated by someone confessing. I don't know. No, it doesn't I'm not, matter. I'm not a lawyer. To my knowledge, a statute of limitations just means it's non-prosecutable. Yeah. So that's what I thought. But what a, what a world we live in. I'm not a doctor. What a world we live in. But then also criminal records exist. Yes. Um, there seem to be strong theories that the KGB was involved, like helping Bulgaria whack this dude. You're kidding. Yeah. The, um, oh, the KGB wouldn't do something like that. Well, no, they, they had a, a pretty significant poisons lab and, <coughs> you know, a penchant for this kind of shit. I am. I am shocked and appalled. Yes. Um, they should rebrand. That'll what? I don't know, Vodka cruises? the GRU or something, and that'll get them off the hook. That's literally what they did. No. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, not... they did. <laughs> You're right. And then carried on doing it. <laughs> so oh. the KGB is kind of a tainted brand. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get a consultancy in. <laughs> New logo, fire half no, the no, workforce. No. no, same. Start killing. Same name. New acronym. Keep getting better. <laughs> uh, towards a better future. <laughs> Keep getting better at killing dissidents in foreign countries. Yes, at extrajudicial killings. <laughs> <laughs> Terms of fees may apply. Are we going to get whacked? <laughs> no. Thank God no one listens. Actually, we've got a listener in Estonia. We're fucked. Nah, they'll probably love it. Estonia is so much free anyway. Those, those crazy Bulgarians. I, I don't know what political issues they have a what are we doing to ourselves this is this is like when football commentators are watching the world cup and they're like just slightly racistly commentating yeah it's like oh the brazilian sambring up the wing there it's like what what are you what are they what he's just running with the ball (laughs) fuck you talking about germans efficient football like all right we get it you don't have many metaphors (laughs) england coming onto the pitch and taking everybody's toys home again Oh, so you won the World Cup. Well, we're appropriating it to put in the British Museum. Well, we're taking it home. It's coming home, boys. 
You know why? Uh, that's one of my favorite jokes. I'm not that funny in reality, but you know why the uh, pyramids are in Egypt? Why? If they're any smaller, they'd be in the British Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. I'd love. I'd love to say it's like a bit of a joke, but there's literally a thing on the South Bank of London called Cleopatra's Needle, which is stolen from Egypt yeah. and put in the middle of London. Don't boo me. I'm right. <laughs> I love that. For what? Two more years. What? Two more years. Boo. Why you boo me? I'm right. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, oh, this um, that, that I mean, look, that's kind of it. Like that's the story of a Bulgarian rider getting poisoned by an umbrella to death i i didn't have any way to tie this bow at the end it was just i i talked about the story then i talked about poisons because they're interesting what's your favorite soviet extrajudicial murder (laughs) i mean this this one's the only one i know anything about (laughs) ah I, can, I, I couldn't name another off the top of my head i can tell you about one after the jump if you like let's do that I won't make it a longie because that's an episode in no, itself. No, look, I've got a lot of this beer to drink, so make it as long as you want. But picture, if you will, a um, man who looked a lot like a Russian Paul McCartney impersonator. Okay, I think I'm there. Yep. Yep. Um, now picture, if you will, one of those guys off the back of the cigarette packets who's bald in a hospital bed. Who's what? Bald in a hospital bed. Okay, I thought you said whose balls are in a hospital bed. And I was like, how big are they? I mean, they are too. Yes. Okay. Um, that is the transition that happened to Alexander Litvinenko a few years ago mm-hmm. after he met up with a couple of uh, former colleagues from the uh, intelligence service in Russia mm-hmm. in a restaurant in London and was poisoned with polonium. Um, oh, dude, I started looking at polonium today when I was... <laughs> when you say... Do you mean online or just like, hmm, no, no, this is no, quite no. heavy. <laughs> when I was looking up information for this episode. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, lists of the most poisonous substances and polonium was at the fucking top. Dude, they put it in his soup. <laughs> it was not good soup. No. Because polonium's like, you know, if we're talking about, uh, was it micrograms LD50, yeah. that shit is like nanograms. It's like, you need nearly none of it to kill someone. Yeah. It's just insanely radioactive. They yeah. put it in his soup. Yeah. And he ate it and he died. And he was like... Uh, ex-Russian national living in yeah. in um in London, and they had to close the restaurant down for decontamination. The yeah, lot, dude. It's it's like radiation poisoning on turbo. Yeah, it's insane. He did. But that happened in like two thousand four. Yeah, right. It was fucking huge news. Yeah, and the KGB were just like shrug, just <laughs> like they were with the. Uh, everybody in Russia knows about the beauty of Chester Cathedral. What was it? Sol- Salisbury Cathedral case a couple of years ago. The what? Do you not know about this? I mean, I'm, I might have heard of it, but what you've just said doesn't jog in That there. actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. What you just said did Do nothing. Not, I don't know if you know, but a couple of years ago, there was a there's a, a former, I want to say Ukrainian national in the mm. UK, who he and his daughter were poisoned by Russian spies. With what? Is this is this the Novichok one? Yes, the one. Okay, yeah. Because I like I was, was like, it's a nerve agent. <laughs> there was one that like there was a Guardian article I was looking at for this, and it had a link to an article about yeah. Novichok on the side. This was like a year and a half, two years yeah, ago. Yeah. I mean, it was probably like four years ago. Reality, because yeah. time flat circle. Time's fucked. Um, but yeah, man, that thing was fucked. Yeah, and they got the two guys like on Russian, like you know, RT, the Russian like national yeah. broadcaster or whatever, and he was like, "No, we went to Salisbury to look at the cathedral." 
every young child in Russia grows up hearing about the beauty of Salisbury Cathedral. It's like, no one in the UK knows about the beauty. Yeah. People in Salisbury don't know. <laughs> there's two things people know about Salisbury. One is it's kind of near Stonehenge, and two is there's a firing range for the military there. Okay, that's now two more things I know about the Salisbury Cathedral. That's it. And it makes a grand total of two things. Yeah. Yeah. People in Salisbury don't know there's a cathedral. <laughs> People in Russia do not come over to look at the cathedral. They come over to poison Russian dissidents. That's yeah, that's crazy. It was insane. <laughs> and these two guys, they were like, we're just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two. And the other guy was like, yes, we have never worked for the KGB for the last 30 years on record. What I'm fucking thinking of now is the, the um, Auntie Donna sketch where they're doing the roll call in the classroom. They're like undercover tram inspectors. Like, oh, nothing to see here, mate. We're just a couple of mates going down to the beach in St. Kilda. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Elderly wartime ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Christian youth worker. I'm always here, man. What do you need? <laughs> so uh, good. It's a really good sketch. I kind of yeah. want to watch it now. Yeah. Um, you have made me think of an episode that I'm going to do. Mm. Uh, I need to write it down. At some point you were talking and I was just like, oh, I guess we go to a different episode. And I was like, don't just be like, hang on. <laughs> Let me make a note. But, um, all right. Um, I don't really have a, um, I was trying to think of an insightful question, but I was going to say like, you did one already. Yeah. And no, I was going to be like, if you could be poisoned by anything. <laughs> no, all I right. don't want to do that. No, nah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, I'm poisoning myself right now. I was gonna say, alcohol. like, if this is poisoned, then Mike, it's a hell of a way to go out. But I'm slowly pickling myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did buy some pickles today. They are good. Mm. You just a little bit sweet. Okay. I don't want sweet pickles. No. No. You want a very salty boy. I like a salty dilly boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a weird set of words. <laughs> Uh, dill is a great herb though it's a vastly underrated herb yes um, but no I don't really like uh, sweet pickles um, it's not for me but all sandwich stackers are a little sweet I can handle them okay okay just think about pickles now just mouth noises yep okay <laughs> I think uh, if nothing else that says stop recording Elliot. yeah we should get out of here yeah if it's just delicious beer yes um, normally we both finish by the end of the episode yeah, I think it's just this We're recording talking setup. talking a lot of rot. Well, it's also, with this recording setup, I've got a microphone in one hand and an iPad in the other. Doesn't leave a lot of room for drinking. And mine's slightly out of reach. Yeah. Maybe this is a good thing for us. Get us to slow down. In life. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if you want to avoid being um, assassinated for your crimes against the union. That sounds like a threat. Uh, you should follow us on our socials. That is Haybrew Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, but mostly Instagram and Facebook, let's be honest. Yeah. And they can email us, Mike, what's the address? They can. It's hello at Haybrew.zone. We will take any and all emails as long as they don't get us into trouble with the government. Do not email us poison. I mean... That's just a virus. That's just a computer virus. No, just literally just photos of poisons. It's just a, like a chemical formula. Yeah. Here you go. You're sick now. <laughs> Print this out and eat it. <laughs> Too late, sucker. <laughs> um, all right. And um, you can also find us online at heybrew.zone. I've got... Yeah. We've gone wrong here. Well, also, in addition to heybrew.zone, we're available 
anywhere you find good podcasts, um, please give us ratings. Especially if you find crap podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll take ratings. We'll take uh, word of mouth. Share it with your friends. Mm. Tell tell the people down down the street at your local cafe the good word about Hey Brew. Uh, every time someone asks on uh, internal Slack, there's only a podcast recommendation. I'm like, we need the ratings. Um, yeah. So that's Dude, good. Most of most of my work calls end up with me mentioning this podcast I because have- they see like my video call setup. They see the the camera quality and the microphone, and they're just like you do like some YouTube shit or what? And I'm like, well, let me tell you about HeyBrew.Zone. Let me tell you a little bit about a little thing I like to call my extensive media yeah. uh, personality. My, uh, what do I say? I, I've started for fun calling myself a producer. I produce a couple nice. of podcasts. Uh, I do a lot of content. <laughs> uh, no, I say? see, I don't want to say that because like it implies that, that bullshit, like rise and grind hustle bullshit. And I don't want that. I'm a producer. Call it and then. <laughs> be like it's like content but <laughs> you can fill your own in words in there yeah uh otherwise leave us reviews you've done that one um subscribe yeah, yeah that too listen to us yes go back and listen to some others yeah there's, listen, there's loads listen, of them listen to this episode again what are we in like 67 65 65 That's we're so lot. close to nearly being close to kind of near 100 yeah you know what i've just realized no cool anyway let's get out of here <laughs> just right. not, not gonna pay that off at all no nah, fair enough all right well this has been hey bro i've been elliot i've been mike ciao cheers cheers <laughs> i forgot that's what it was <laughs> well so what did you realize that uh, episode, episode 69 will be mine because i'm on the odd numbers Yes. Also, the phrase episode 69 will be mine. <laughs> hey, man, if we get to 420, it's all yours. Oh, fucking. Um, thank you. Hannah Good um, saw a reg plate the other day. It just said 69 nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me think that my spooky reg plate is safe from. Uh, yeah, you're good. People. Yeah, no, you're I'm good. getting away with that one. You're good. Someone did see it today and just said spunky. I just didn't bother to correct them. Not this is correct. Like, yeah, that's me. Yes. Like, whatever.